Hello, hello, welcome. It's nice to see you, to see you nice. My name is Steve, and this is episode one of Play Your Pods Right. As I say, my name is Steve, and I am joined by my very special guest here today. He is one of my favourite people in the whole world. He is my best mate. It's Simon Gilroy. Simon, how are you? Yeah, not too bad considering, which I think is the kind of basic greeting these days under circumstances. So yeah, that is true. To be fair. Yeah, and it just so as we know, uh, this is our game show podcast, Simon, and um, you're actually one of the people who I wanted to get on board from the start because you and I have this very strange relationship with with, yeah. <laughs> with game shows. So I mean, what where, what's your history with game shows? Where does that all start for you? Oh, basically, when I was uh, when I was younger, I used to watch them uh, as yourself did. Mm. Uh, my Price is Right generation game, things like that. And a bit some excuse off. I don't really watch the newer ones. Uh, I watch the Chase now and again, but apart from that, you can't beat the old the old game shows, the proper, proper game shows, the classics when it was. Bright lights, very camp, very, very out there, mad concepts. Oh, the madder the better. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we're starting on quite a controversial one. Purely, I mean, I put this out on my personal Facebook because I wanted people's opinions on this. And the general consensus was, yes, it is a game show, albeit not the conventional sense. So, uh, we are going with the one and the only gladiators so i mean what's your stance is it do, do, do you see it as a game show yeah it's a game show with a, almost a sports entertainment feel to it it's it, it, at the end of the day you're attempting to win a prize for me that is category a of a game show absolutely that was my that was my ta- that was my take on it that was my take on it it is it's sports entertainment at its absolute best i mean like you and I both were, were wrestling fans, so we know that the point when Gladiators started, like, British wrestling scene was, I mean, as far as the world of sport days were gone, were gone, like, it was independence and everything like that, but before they were called independence, like, All-Star was still running, but, like, it was, wasn't its heyday. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, and I mean, um, I mean, we can speak to the, re- I mean, I don't really want to speak about the reboot that much of gladiators but of course that brought us the man who would is who is today the, the nwa world's heavyweight champion isn't that weird to think and I, I mean when i was doing my research on this and i was looking through like because i because you know i think it's only fair that we touch on the reboot as much as i don't want to because it wasn't that good um like that brought us four guys who wound up in the professional wrestling game three of which were in wwe Albeit two of them very very briefly, like um, one of them who married a WWE Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, Nick Aldis was uh, Oblivion. You had Mason Ryan who was Goliath. I think he's worked for Cirque du Soleil now, which is insane. Yeah, yeah I thought that he was a performer. Yeah, um, and then two who they got to FCW, but not much after that. Like they kind of, I think one of them left for family commitments, and the other one just kind of got quietly released and then came back, and now she's uh, she's running a business solutions streamlining company or something like that, and like 
as far as I know, it's doing quite well from what I saw. But um, when you start going down these rabbit holes, mate, it's amazing what you what you find out. Um, and I mean, like, it, you, it'll be the theme as we go through, like, some of the original gladiators that, like, they all wound up doing, like, uh, owning gyms and sports supplement companies yeah, and yeah. things like that. Um, but as I say, we're going to go really with the with the what everyone knows gladiators to be that early 90s yeah, yeah. beaut ITV or I, Channel 3 whatever it was back in the yeah, day ITV Five Saturday months, evening that's the, that's the one mate yeah. that's the one so yeah. first first aired 10th of October 1992 and ran until the 1st of January 2000 that's a legacy okay now I feel old I know right it's um, I feel old now <laughs> I mean it's a legacy I mean I think the last series officially stopped in i think it was 99 uh or 98 sorry and it was still i think they held the contract for another year and i think they pumped out a special at the turn of the millennium and that was it and then they kind of let it go um, I, I vaguely remember them doing a um ashes one yes like so that's the yeah australia versus england yes they did so um so it was adapted uh, by LWT from the American format. It ran for eight series, two internationals against the Americans, yep. two Ashes, and one Springbok challenge as well. Springbok challenge? Yeah, against the South Africans. Yeah, yeah. Um, grand total 135 episodes, and that includes the. Sp- really? Yep. Uh, the reboot did 27 episodes, including eight specials, one of which I actually watched the other night, which was The Legends versus The New Blood, and it was Ace... <laughs> it was uh, Ace, Wolf, um, Hunter, and... Oh, gosh, it was... we just talk about Wolf? Yes, please. When this was aired, it must have been about 40-odd as it was. I think... So, so we... It must have been 50. He was least. 55, I think he said he was. I mean, the the episode that we watched was... Uh, it, it said in um, going into one of the events that he was 42. And that was and that was 1994. I wish I looked like him now, and I'm 42. I know, right? It's it's absurd. It's absolutely obscene. Um, so, I mean, the whole show itself was produced live tape, so it was filmed in front of the studio audience in the Birmingham National Indoor Arena. Uh, and then edited for vignettes and other segments put in, like, you know, the Gladiators yeah, yeah. training and so on and so forth. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Did you know they ran non-televised events in the spring of 93, 94, 95 and 96 to test out new games and audition new Gladiators? I didn't, but it's not surprising. Mm. So one of them... I didn't know that. Well, so one of them's yeah, actually... Not surprising at all. Yeah, one of the live events is kind of jinxed, apparently... Uh, but I'll come. I'll bring that up in a bit. Um, and in '94, they actually auditioned um, a gentleman who went by the name of Bullet, but didn't make it to the main show. Bullet. Bullet, and it was spelled B-U-L-L-I-T because it was cool and edgy. Uh, <laughs> come on. Um, Man, <laughs> I know. Um, prizes. So obviously, we we said about prizes. Um, and this shocked me. This when when I looked at this. So the reboot, uh, the uh, on Sky One, the grand prize was fifty grand, which which isn't bad. Like you know, that's not bad considering what you have to go through. And then that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, considering when you look at the original run, it was five grand. Yeah, 
and a, and a car. Yeah, 5,000. But, like you're saying, back in the day, I mean... Oh, I mean, like, five so grand was a lot of money. Well, yeah, I mean, if you, like, you probably covered this on another episode with, like, say, Bullseye, for example. You know, some of the prizes you've won, like, you win a toaster. Yeah. Like, fair enough. You look at it now, oh, a toaster, that's it. Yeah. But back in the day... Yeah, you look at it with twenty twenty eyes and you look at like what people actually wanted in their house. And I mean, a show that you and I are going to cover down the road, people were playing for salmon. Oh, yes. We'll leave that teaser and we'll let people do the research on what that show might be. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, oh, mate. Um, so, the episode we looked at, uh, and, and also like, um, as the show went along, the prize got less so after the, really? the episode, yeah the, so um so this the episode we watched was a series three final and i thought it's probably best to look yeah. at a final to kind of you know get a good grasp of what the competition was and what they were yeah, fighting yeah. for and and everything like that um and it was the prize was five grand in a car now after that yeah. i watched the 97 final and it was for a grand and a, and a cheaper car than what they had in 93. 93 was like the Jeep. And to give you an idea, to give people at home an idea, um, if you think about the Barbie Jeep, like the open sides, the open top, that thing. Um, in 97, it was like a, like a hatchback, you know, and it was a grand. And it was a grand. Um, second place got a holiday. I drive out the holiday. Yeah. And a thousand pound spending money. So they still got a grand. Oh, I took a dive. I took a dive. Yeah. And if you got the fastest eliminator time of the series, you got a grand as well. There's a possibility of having two grand spending money on us. Yeah. Three holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy who came second in the 97 the final, in the 97 final, actually had the fastest time. So he walked away with probably more overall than the guy who won it. Yes, but did he get a trophy? Yes. That's the thing. Worth yeah, I doubt it. It was probably from the local shop, mate. <laughs> the, yeah, the other interesting, the, the other interesting thing I found was uh, there was a CITV series as well. So for those who don't know, CITV was like uh, it was the after school. Sure. Yeah, it was it was the kids it was the kids kids programming. It would run from like um, like. Three o'clock through to about half four, five o'clock, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. If if I remember right, I mean, it was as I say it was the children's, it was the children's stuff. You'd get like your Nickelodeon stuff on there, and and there was actually a, yeah, there was actually a Gladiators CITV show yeah, called Train to it. Win, um, and it was just adapted versions of of like of the games, and there was a quiz element, and uh, but the latest series, and it was like all about like eating right and exercising and yeah so you know how like in the main show you'd have like showing the gladiators like going through their training camps and everything yeah, like that yeah. it was like that but it was more like hey kids here's how you do a push-up safely makes sense yeah makes oh yeah sense. it was it's a good idea yeah absolutely it's promoting healthy living however in later yeah. series they actually removed the educational content so it defeated its own oh. purpose yeah that makes no sense yeah, surely they're defeating their, their, own, their own purpose, unless, like, 
I don't know, ratings were dipping during the educational stuff and people were only wanting to see kids run around the atmospheres or something. I don't know. Definitely yeah, not. <laughs> so, I mean, like, what we are... Because uh, Gladiator, is, if it's known for anything, it's known for its ridiculous games. It's ridiculous yes. events. What were your personal favourites? Now, I'm not great with the names. I'll put it out there straight away. That's fine. Obviously, the Eliminator loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, I can't remember if it was the, the ball. Where you, you, it's dog, uh, basketball, basically. You're running around Powerball, is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Powerball? I think that was in the episode that we watched. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a basketball fan, as you know, as well, so mm-hmm. I can relate to that sort of deal. I used to play rugby as well, so I can relate to that. Um, obviously, who, who doesn't love giant cotton buds? Mate. It's the top. That, that's, that's probably the most iconic game. Yeah, dual, 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 I think, yeah, everyone immediately jumps to the cotton buds. Personal favourite of mine, because it was so ridiculous, was Dogfight. If you've not seen it... If you've not seen it, Google it. It's basically dual, but you're in a blimp. It was like a Sky Cycle blimp. Like, you were on, like, a track. Do you remember Sky Track as well, which almost looked like the figure-eight oh, scale electric yeah. sat, it's set? Yeah, you, you were on, like, a rail, and you're on a pedal bike that was attached to this rail over the top of the NIA, and it looks like a blimp, basically. And I, th- I can't remember exactly what you had to do to win, but it was just so absolutely ridiculous that it was just wonderful it's so, it it was so mid-90s stupidity and that's what we're all about that's it that's exactly it mate <laughs> um another personal favorite of mine was slingshot the one where they're on the bungee ropes and they had to get the balls off the oh, yeah. thing in the middle yeah um oh god i the referring to this show yeah before. Pyramid snake bit, mate. It's snake bit again. I'll come. We'll get to that in a mo. But we, but as I say, we are looking at series three final, which aired in 1994. I'll put a link in the show notes so everyone can see what we're referring to and everything like that. Uh, the first thing is the music. I opened the show with that tune, mate. Mate, that is quintessentially, possibly the greatest theme tune to ever hit the airwaves. The theme, yeah. It, it just, it, it's nostalgia, it's everything. It's yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah, it, it was right in the field for me. Um, just, yeah, um, I mean, fitted it so well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for um, for me as well, it's it's even more relevant because, um, as, as I say, we're both wrestling fans, you and I, um, I'm a trainee professional wrestler as well, and my trainer Sticks now uses that theme for his entrance music. Can't can you? <laughs> and and then the next thing I've got is John Fashnu's waistcoat. Yep, I've got that down. <laughs> so to try explain this to people, um, it was a Renaissance painting on a waistcoat. I don't know how else to put this. It was like was it angels or something? It was like cream and gold. It was just bonkers. Since we're referring to uh, Mr. Fashion, uh, I think we're, you're 
missed out a vital, uh, vital phrase, shall we say. <laughs> I was going to get you to... I was going to get you to close the show with that particular phrase, but if you want to, if you want to let the people in, well, when uh, a certain former Wimbledon footballer, Mr. Bashnu, comes on, waves to the crowd, the iconic catchphrase, "Awooga!" <laughs> what the hell is a wooga? Who knows, mate? Was he still? Because your depth of football knowledge is better than mine. Was he still playing for Wimbledon at this point, or had he retired? No. I mean, just to bring this to the to the host, in later years, I don't know what happened with Fashnu, but he was replaced by Jeremy Guskett in 97. I don't know Jeremy Guskett. I don't know who Guskett is. I thought he was. He had that. He had his, he had rugby shoulders on him. remember Dwight York for the white boots he was like the first player I ever yeah. noticed wearing white boots god the weird things you find out the weird things you learn that's what we're all about here um, and also co-host of course Ulrika Johnson a he- <laughs> shooting stars shooting stars is probably one that's going to come up as well and I know exactly who to talk to for that one um, a heavily pregnant Ulrika as well like I don't, yeah, I was it, wasn't she involved with Warrior, or was it Hunter? Wasn't it Hunter? I thought it was Hunter. It could, I think it was Hunter. The wife seemed to think well, it was Hunter. I couldn't remember. It could be. We don't know. We don't know. No. <laughs> um, now. She, uh, she was awful. She was awful. And she was so void of personality. It seemed. She was just yeah, very I, matter I, of I, fact. I was just I've got written down that she was very wooden. Mm. Like I don't know if this was her first. Yeah, this this wasn't like her first TV gig either, by a long stretch. No. Like she just seemed very like yes, this is how it goes. This is how the show works. This is the game. Blah blah blah. It was very. I'm reading off an auto cue, and this is how we're doing it. (laughs) I mean, a wooga was taken, mate. So what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I, when I said I was going to cover Gladiators, the first thing my wife said was, "Oh, do you remember Eunice?" And I was like, "No. Why should I remember Eunice?" And so this struck me that I I chose this episode completely at random, and it was Eunice. Eunice Hotheart was a, like this badass of a contestant, like um, and the fact that. That was the first thing that my wife said when I said, we're going to look at Gladiators. She said, oh, Eunice. And, like, it wasn't any of the actual Gladiators. It was Eunice she remembered. I was like, why did you... Why does that stand out? And it showed as we went through the show. Because, let's... I mean, spoiler alert, she dominated. Absolutely dominated. Um, and a sign in the crowd caught my attention. Eunice has had her Weetabix 
if that doesn't scream 90s. No, no, not at all. And then we get our male contestants, uh, Sam and Paul. Sam does a rap. What a guy. All I've got, guy. All I've got is Sam does a rap. This reeks of 90s. All I've got is wave hands. When I say ho, you say ha. Yeah. It, it was it was that you know wave your hands around in the air and wave them like you just don't care. My God, <laughs> I I want to I want to say it's cringe, but it's nineties, so of course it's cringe. It got me behind him. I wanted him to win. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, guy was there for a reason. Like it, yeah, and he seemed perfectly capable until we'll get to it. Game one. This is another one of my favourites. Gauntlet. For the ladies, they were up against Lightning, gentlemen's favourite, Falcon, Zodiac, Scorpio, and Panther. Wow. That... Now, with the names, like, it's another thing, I can't remember the person's, the person's name, Nigel, he used to do pop stars on ITV, Nigel, something over there. Oh. I can't remember Jesus. Um, hang on. I I know who you're on about. I do know who you're on about. Um, oh, grief alive. Um, I think it was Nigel or something like that. Hmm. Uh, Nigel Lisko. Yeah, well, he came up with the names. Yeah. He was he was the showrunner. Yeah. And he, he came up with the names. At the end of series one, okay, <laughs> funny you bring his name up. Um, at the end of series one, he sacked. Phoenix, Flame, and Hawk, because they were the because they got the lowest number of votes from fans in a magazine poll as to who their favourite gladiators were. Wow! So he sacked them. Wow! Well, you got me ruthless. Yeah, I wow. mean, because I mean the four the formats and the lineups changed that many times over over the years. Um, oh, something like thirty odd gladiators, isn't there? God, over time there was loads, absolute loads of them. Um. I mean, again, uh, so Panther was in this gauntlet. Apparently she'd actually suffered a back injury earlier on in the series, um, playing Tilt, which was basically dual, but on the like the yeah, yeah. balance board platforms. platforms yeah. uh, she actually fell off and injured her back, like really badly apparently, and she came, and she was like medically cleared for the final, apparently. So fair play to her for that. I mean, it's a... the power to be a gladiator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, that's just completely throwing me off. No, you got me there. Um, but yeah, like the, the, to think that she still... I mean, one report says she just had a back injury. Another report I read said she had a broken back. Like, and for her to come back and do this, Jesus. Yeah. And she lasted another that's two years. Broken, yeah, she lasted another two years before it finally fully caught up with and she had to retire. Um, so Eunice blasts through it and then post-match interview I have no idea what she said no uh, I, I didn't like her I'll no. put it out there now I found a cockpit yeah I mean that's uh, fair enough I mean she backed it up but I just I wanted the other last to win I yeah. wanted Karen Karen I wrote Karen at first <laughs> she looked I like a Karen about 20 times <laughs> Two names I'm used to, Eunice and Kevin. Or Kevin yeah, or... 
Kerrin, K E R R Y N. And oh, I mean, so just, anyway. just to put this oh, out, <laughs> just to put this out, Eunice is Scouse, heavily Scouse. So and she's blowing as well because she's sucking wind because she's exhausted because she's exhausted herself. She's very, very indistinct as to what she's actually saying. Can, can we talk about the haircuts as well and the sunglasses? Yes, please. Can we? Because <laughs> they were very um, combat ready haircuts, shall we say? Yeah, it was '94, mate. I think that's the best way we can look at it. <laughs> yeah, but. Just, uh... Absolutely. So I mean, the rules the rules of Gauntlet are basically you're in a half pipe, and you've got the four gladiators in front of you, and you've got to battle your way through within thirty seconds. It, so I think I believe it is. Yeah, and, thirty seconds, and if you do it within within twenty, you get ten points, and anything afterwards, you get five. Yes. Yeah. So it's all. So basically, the whole concept is it's point based system, and then when it gets to the final event, whatever the points deficit is half a second awarded to per per point over I believe it is okay if you if 30 points ahead you get 15 seconds start basically yeah um Karen just squeezes through after um like she just makes it like she got she took a yeah. pummeling did Karen oh she did took an absolute pummeling but she gets through and then we move on to the men's Trojan Cobra Warrior Hunter Saracen all I've written is, they're fucked. <laughs> all thing is, is all when I hear Trojan, I just think of, uh, shall we say, adult protectiveness. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's, uh, it's not exactly something I want to call a gladiator, shall we say? No, but I, I don't think it had that connotation at this at this point in time. No. Twenty twenty eyes. Yeah, that's it. Twenty twenty eyes. Um. Yeah, all I've written is contestants are fucked. But Paul absolutely smashes his way through. He's a policeman, isn't he? Yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, so obviously he's used to dealing with what you'd think he was used to dealing with. Yeah, things like the that. rough and tumble, yeah. Um, and, then, and then Wolf replaced Cobra in the lineup, which was very yeah. strange. Well, Cobra got injured, didn't he? Must have done, because that, that's... Oh, I missed that. I apologise. I must have missed yeah, that. Yeah, Kobe was injured, and they were playing up the uh, backstory between Wolf and Sam. Ah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Backstory. Yeah, because I've written Wolf is such a heel. Yeah, I, you know I wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> Wolf is such a heel. I've actually wrote that word for word exactly the same. Yeah, uh, I put Sam loses, gets dumped on his ass. <laughs> We we'll just get ahead a bit here because we've actually missed out in the crowd. There's some of the American gladiators. Yes, there were. So uh, they did the. They were doing one of the international series after afterwards, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they showed Hawk before um, before the first round, first game, and he stone faced. Just yes, yeah, just good. This is real good. Yeah. <laughs> careless. He yeah. Careless. He... Mate, he was just having a, he was having a holiday in England. He didn't mind. In Birmingham. In Birmingham. No, no offense to anyone listening in Birmingham. No, 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 no offense. No. <laughs> yeah, Sam got absolutely dumped on his ass. He got thrown out. He got thrown out the half pipe at one point, and then just got absolutely pummeled. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> the reason Sam got past Wolf. Um, so Wolf's kind of gra- I can only really describe it as a ground and pound um, on him. Yeah, yeah, um, I'll go with that. Because and the gladiators are wearing big padded mitts. Yeah, so it's it's alternate. So one's got almost like a long pole. One's got pillows for hands, and and it alternates all the way down the line. Now the the trick of getting around the pole is basically you duck and weave. You put your back up against it and then roll, essentially do a walking roll down it to like yeah to put to put them off balance. That that's the key to victory there. Um, <laughs> top tip uh, for a game that's never coming back. Um, <laughs> and Wolf kind of takes Sam down. And then gets on top and basically starts pounding him with these pillows. But the contestant is basically running down a padded mat. And it bunched up from Wolf kind of squatting over the guy and like pummeling him. And he takes a step back because I think the ref had stepped in and kind of told him, you know, you've got to let him up kind of thing. You can't hold the person down for longer than three seconds. There There you go. And then Wolf trips on the carpet and Sam escapes only to get pounced out of the out of the friggin half pipe basically yeah <laughs> um it was, it was insane. yeah so paul wins on we go to uh, but Sam, sam's interview afterwards what what did was sam, i did it i don't know sam you didn't score any points no i wanted to get over quick so i wanted a cup of tea yeah <laughs> yes i do remember that nice say it so oh, sam, you just wanted a cup of tea and then he is getting beaten to death. <laughs> Poor lad. It's n- it's not exactly like winner's spirit, is it? Oh, do you want a cup of tea? No, we, we can relate. We're British. We can relate to having a cup of tea. We love a cup of tea. Oh, mate, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm there to do a job. I'm there to win. Mm. First and foremost, you're there to win. So then on to game two, Pursuit. I don't remember this game at all. I've also put AKA Mini Eliminator. I didn't like it. No, I wasn't... Yeah. There was a hell of a lot of cheating. I've, I've, I've also written them. This first, the first part, correct me if I'm wrong, is a tight walk yeah. on a beam. Yeah. Well, for me, if you've touched the floor, you should have to restart it. Yeah. Yeah, you could just do what well, you wanted. Well, all falling off and just jumping back on and... Yeah. And I mean, even the head start just seemed too long. Oh, it was way too long. And we've, we've too jumped long. over something, we've jumped over one of the key beautiful things that everyone remembers about Gladiators and that is John Anderson now you see John Anderson has a special place in our heart for you and me don't we we both grew up in the same town yeah I, I still live in that town now yeah you abandoned me I'm sorry mate that's uh, alright I've got over it <laughs> perfect but um, but where we live in our hometown which is what they in North Yorkshire there was a toy store. Yes. And the owner of the toy store... Is a John Anderson. Not THE John Anderson, sadly. But the joke going up... Oh. ...was that it was THE John Anderson. Oh, oh yeah. That was that was always, like, the rumour. It was, like, some deep, dark secret. Figures in, yeah. My mind... It blew my mind. Yeah, absolutely. We thought it was some sort of, like, inside trading or something like that. Um, <laughs> and, of course, the, the catchphrase is... Contender, you will go on my first whistle. It was the way he pronounced whistle that everyone loved. That's a hell of an impression. Thank you, man. I was, I was quite proud of that. I was quite proud of that. Yeah, if, if people 
pronunciation of the word whistle and you will go on my first whistle gladiator you will go on my second whistle and the referee wearing a hat is always fun as well oh yeah absolutely i mean we'll get to it in a bit we'll get to it in a bit that 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 johnny a took no took no mess either oh Um, no no so yeah and it was just such a strange game because like the head start that the contenders got over the gladiators just felt too long as I say, when you go when they're going over the balance beams and things like that, their feet could just touch the floor. There was no restart element to it because it was also basically the most extreme game of tag ever, wasn't it? You had to like yeah. just catch them. Well, it must have been what a fifteen second start. It felt say. like it, but I think it was only like five. But it was enough, especially because you could just do whatever you wanted, seemingly. Yeah. Like, um, well, so I mean, the females went up against Zodiac and Scorpio. The males went up against Wolf and Trojan. And all four of them just got, you know, these elite prime athletes got completely owned. And I think that's purely down yeah, to well, the concept of the game. Wasn't even close. Nah, nah, like, because like, so it was the balance beams. There was like a rope bridge. There's a wall. Was it the cargo? Like you're running through the cargo net. Um, I think that it, no, it was the uh, ring. Wasn't it the um, monkey bars? Yes. I think it was the yes. cargo. Because yeah. I wrote down here that on the commentary that it said when they jump in their head because the women went first, didn't they? But I'm on about the men's one. Yeah. Where they said Paul had been uh, penalised before for missing the, the rungs. Like, yeah. Going like every two. He did it exactly, he did it the same again. Nothing <laughs> happened. So I didn't like this, I didn't like this game. I I don't think it lasted much longer for that reason. No. If I remember rightly, um, it got replaced by Danger Zone, which is the one where you had to shoot the gladiators. Yeah, which was fantastic. It was like, um, so basically you had giant oversized Nerf guns, and there were different, and I think you only got one or two shots per station, and you had to keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you had to run and shoot, run and shoot, run and shoot, and like the gladiators had big targets above their heads, and things like that it was it, like it's one of those things where if you if you google gladiators danger zone like it's it's like the most epic game of nerf tag ever um and then game three which is probably the most snake bit of them all pyramid can we just, can we just talk about the scores so at that point, oh god yeah please paul paul was on 20 yeah because he got he got two tens he, he won both yeah both um Sam was only on five. Mm. Sam wasn't doing too well. No, he wasn't. He wasn't looking so hot. No. And then in the uh, second event, Eunice yet again, like we said earlier, dominated. Yeah. She was on maximum as well. And I'm gonna keep calling her Karen. That's fine. Reasonless. She was on there. She was on ten. Yeah. So there's a bit of a lead for the uh, yeah. for a couple of them. Yeah. Game three, pyramid. So basically, it is a giant crash map pyramid, which sounds yeah. fine until you see the game in action. That is brutal. How did someone not break their neck? They did. Right. Now, if you remember, Jet disappeared. She did, yes. 
so it was a live event in uh, Sheffield before season five. She broke a neck. Now you see, Jet for me growing up, there was three. It was Jet from Gladiators. Yep. Kimberly from the Power Rangers. Yep. And um, Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell. Yep. I don't think any one of our age group would disagree with you there, mate. Sure. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't do a lot of digging on their post on their post game. I'll I'll be honest. Um, cause... She worked on Big Brother, if I remember correctly. Really? She was the she was the psychologist for Big Brother. Really? I'll take your word, mate. I mean, if anyone, yeah, we've got the social medias now. Um, yeah, if anyone has info and wants to share that with us, please do, because like, oh, yeah, and I'm sure it's an easy Google way, but you know, you got to give people, you got to make people do some legwork. Um, but uh, for the for the the gladiators against the women here in this final were the two men's favourites, Jet and Lightning. Because yeah. I, I now my brothers were. Jet guys, I was a lightning guy personally. Really? Yeah, I I was wow. lightning, um, personally speaking. But hey ho, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, it's a it's a tough watch. Seeing just the the tumbles and the whiplash, just and and there's no rule. There's there's pretty much no rules on this game either. Like if you Yeah, but whilst you're going up, there it doesn't matter. Like lightning was like German suplexing, like carrying off off the thing. Like there was, like there were no Fs given. Oh, it was TLC one all over. Again. It it was a car crash. It was an absolute car crash. Like um and and same as say like I'm not really surprised like Jet end up injuring a neck. Like yeah, you know, especially in like the off season when they probably didn't have the same amount of medical staff that they would have had. Like during the televised event or something like that, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's tough to watch. I mean, and then shock horror. No, wait, did no? It was the men where Paul won, didn't he? Yeah, less than fifteen seconds. Yeah, he. Top. Yeah, the, no, no winners in the women's event. Not surprising because Jet and Lightning just completely no, sounded them out. No. Nah. Um, the men's side was Wolf and Saracen. Wolf and I've no Wolf's been in every game so far. What an absolute warrior! Um, so I do wonder. Well. At forty-two, yeah, this is where the, this is where John Sachs, the commentator, pointed out that he was forty-two. Um, and uh, so Wolf was squaring off against Sam, um, and this is the part where I say like uh, John Anderson shows that he takes no BS. Um, so uh, Wolf takes Sam down off the, off the off the pyramid and tries to get back on but Sam holds him and then one of the other refs steps in and kind of separates them and everything like that um, in the meantime Paul's already won the game he's shrugged Saracen off no problem and he's he's got to the top of the pyramid and confetti well, reigns Saracen and Paul fell off the pyramid and then Paul just quicker up yeah quicker and just it up yeah which is fair which is fair play to him and, and like I don't know if anyone's ever run on like crash mats before but that is like it's like wading through quicksand. It burns your legs up. Like, so the fact that he was able to get up there as quick as he did was absurd. Um, Less than 15 seconds. That's it's madness. And then like, 
and the, but the post game is where it really happened. What a heel. What a heel. Wolf. My God. What a lad. He riled that crowd up. No end. Can we, can we just give credit to the crowd? Because the crowds were hot all night. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I Again, I couldn't find anything on this. I don't know if it was papered or not. I'd assume they paid entry. They did... Ulrika did mention something about them paying... I would have thought so, but I don't think it expensive, even back then. Nah. No, I think they wanted to pack it out, and there probably would have been like radio giveaways and things like that. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, like local giveaways, local give, like yeah, giveaways in the sun and that kind of thing. I'd imagine. Like, oh, win tickets to the Gladiators Grand Final. Ooh. Yeah, shit like that. I'd imagine. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they like like Wolf proper riled that crowd up, and then John Anderson stepping in like, ah, oh, you were you're actually right for a change, Wolf. Like, because uh, Sam had held Wolf's leg in place, but Sam was was all like, "No, no, no!" Like he was he was holding me down. He actually bit me and all this stuff. And, and I've just read, I've just read, I've just written these lads proper cutting promos. Yeah, oh, the worst. The worst. Um, it's always nice to see a heel get justified. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, and the other and the other thing that came out of this is the use of licensed music that they had. So whenever Wolf got shown up, whenever Wolf got shown up, they'd always play "Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf." Yeah. Like the soundtrack to the to Gladiators is awesome. If you think of Gladiators, apart from the theme song, for me the song that sticks out the most is another one by Bites the, the dust. dust. Yeah. So, uh, again, I think another reason I watched like another final was because some uh, I'd say the iconic games weren't on this one. No, no. Wall and ha- Wall and Hang Tough. I think are the ones outside of Jewel are the ones everyone thinks of. I think. Yeah, yeah. And like hang tough whenever you so basically you're swinging on rings and you got to get to the other side. You have got to get to your opponent's platform basically. In 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 a nutshell. Then there's other rules about scoring well, zones and so on and so it, forth. It, in but, a way, yeah. You, the the, the cat is just trying to get you off the rings, but you're trying to get to their side. Yeah. Um, if you ever got knocked off, it was another one bites the dust. I feel like there was a Gary Glitter song in here as well, but I could be wrong. Let's just get back to that. Yeah, we won't go into that in detail. Like, but me and Haley shared glance. Like, I think that's Gary Glitter. Um, <laughs> but um, so yeah, and I say you'd have like, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? They actually released an album. Would you believe? Was it uh, album by any chance? Because he was notorious for releasing novelty albums, shall we say? Um, I don't know who produced it, uh, but it was just—it's just like a compilation album. So you've got Ugly Kid Joe, Everything About You, Bonnie Tyler, Holding yeah. Out for a Hero. Okay, I've heard that one. Yeah. Uh, the Final Countdown by Europe. Oh, oh classic. Bad Hell by Meatloaf. I never remember that being on the show. No. Same with Since You've Been Gone by Rainbow. Oh, that's a tune though. Yeah. Uh, Burning Heart. By Survivor, which I know, which most people will know from the Rocky soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hold the Line by Toto. Oh. More Than a Feeling by Boston. Proper dri- it's a proper driving soundtrack. It's, oh, God, yeah, it is, isn't it? All Right Now by Free. The Power by Snap. Yeah. I definitely remember The Power being used. Yeah, yeah. And War by Edwin Starr. I definitely remember that. Wild Thing by The Trogs. Yeah. Definitely remember that. No, that's not on here, which is which is interesting. But I think oh, this album was released in '92, so that's probably why I think they'd kind of developed it further from there. 
But yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, when we go into Powerball, which was the next game, uh, the ladies enter to um, We Are Family. Yeah, that was a very random song to come out to. Yeah, and the gents uh, enter to the boys are back in town. Yeah, <clears throat> which, you know, makes sense. We Are Family song. I, I got that. all my sisters with me, so it's like a girls' unity song, isn't it? I think, more than anything. I, I That would have, yeah, that would have done nicely. Yeah, Powerball is another one which I think is a tough watch. It is a tough watch, especially this. Yeah, this particular one, which we'll get to in a second. So basically, rules of Powerball are there are five buckets, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. In 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 the main in the main court, you you basically got a you basically got a run of dodgeball into one of said five baskets. It's two points for the outer four baskets and five for the middle. Yeah. Um. I've seen a couple, like it was a handful of times, like because because they're basically just stationed because it because you're against three gladiators, so in the women's case it was Jet Lightning and Nightshade, and basically all yeah, they do is they, yeah all they do is basically position a gladiator in the middle and then one at each side for the contestants basically, like what each what one per contestant and then one just to guard the middle, like it was. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm pretty sure Eunice walked away with a big win here. Um, yeah. But, uh, but Karen, uh, Karen, Karen pulled a bit of a comeback towards the end, didn't she? Yeah, uh, Eunice won 8-4. You got, um, yeah, 8-4. But yeah. what, what started to annoy me about her was at the end of every um, round that she did, how did I do? How did I do? How did I do? Yeah. Slow her down. Slow her down. <laughs> yeah. Um... They, I can't remember if it was at this point, but I've made a note here that they would show them like uh, they'd interview them outdoors beforehand. They did like oh, the, like these yes. interviews with them. Yeah, stood no, stood, by, stood by stood by stood by a river, like they just stood by a river and they're just having an interview. And it was at this point that a I realised that I just can't make head and tail of anything Eunice is saying. She said something about Karen Owen her Owen or a fiver. noted that Karen has a proper Wallace and Gromit mouth. Yeah, and we don't mean that in a bad way. No, she, like, um, and, and like her voice, because I think she was from Leeds, I think. She was from, she was a student from Leeds. Yeah. And, uh, did you ever watch Creature Comforts? Oh, a long time ago. Um, and do you remember... No, yeah, so, again, for those that don't know, Creature Comforts was an Ardman Animations, um, show when it was, like, um, they got they had the voice of the British public, and they just interview people on the street about different things. So they'd interview them about the circus or about this or that or whatever it may be, and then they would put the, match these voices to animals, basically. And her voice, if you remember, there was a cat and a dog that used to like lounge on a sofa. If you I remember, can't say I do remember. Uh, so it, 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 yeah, her voice reminded me of the dog from from those 
scenarios like um, very soft spoken very but just agree to everything and like i'm not here to i'm not here to cause an argument i'm just here to have a bit of i'm here for a good time you know that kind of yeah you know, very very calming very calming voice yeah, yeah, yeah. but again quite difficult to understand um and then we move on to the men's and this is where it gets tough um warrior hunter and shadow and again i've written i've written contestants are fucked and can we just talk about the names again as though yeah uh like obviously with what's going on in the world as we record this yeah as we record um, it the 14th of june it's height of tensions i think is probably a good word to use yeah night shade and shadow yes for people of color yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, we can hide behind different time and place and so on and so forth, but yeah, it it did make me a little uncomfortable watching it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it did for me as well. Like, obviously, back then, it's going to sound awful, but we, we didn't know any better. Yeah. We were young, but now we've grown up, we're, we're more educated. We, Absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I mean... We'd be remiss not to bring up the shadow controversy anyway, and not just in yeah. the name. So, to put in perspective, shadow, he is a brick shit house of a man. Yeah. And he is dead behind the eyes. Yeah. Like even when they interviewed, so spoilers. Basically, Sam, our good friend who did the rap at the start and just was worried about a cup of tea, got taken out on a stretcher after this one. Uh, well, he wasn't got. Even after. During, during. I don't even think it was that long. I think it was five. Like it was a shadow. It was a high tackle, like neck snap back and everything. It was yeah. It was basically like a clothesline that Stan Hansen would be proud of. Yeah. Like it was yeah. I I mean. Yeah. It was yeah. Pretty much was a sling blade. Yeah. You're absolutely right. So like um. So I've written so because I because I'd forgotten all about this. So I've got Sam got not proper loopy there. Oh bugger, stretcher job. Oh dear. Yeah. Like that's my entire line. Can we line. just talk about that stretcher? That stretcher was amazing. So yeah, it was like in two parts, wasn't it? And then it clipped together yeah, underneath it. Like, yeah, you clipped it together. But like you kind of half rolled him on, half rolled him on the other one as you clipped it together. I, I mean, St. J- John's at their best, mate. Yeah, those lads know how to get the job done. And then, like, they did a... And then after the event, so they brought in Sam's replacement, a gentleman by the name of Phil, I think Sam beat in his semi. He did, yeah. Um, who is, um, he, he came out swinging, you know, you know, and then Paul gets busted in the mouth as well. Like, he was bleeding yeah, he from was the mouth. He was... And then wasn't... Was it, um... I think so, yeah. Like, it was, like, this is, like, an NFL rugby player's, like, almost wet dream, but also worst nightmare brought to life this game. Yeah, we have to say for this as well, with the scoring for this, it was how many points you got in that game added to your total. Yeah. Ten or five points for this one. Yeah, it was, it was purely, this is a, this is a point, this is a points win prizes kind of game, yeah. Because at that point, before the game started, uh, Paul was on 30 and Sam was on 5. Jesus, and then and then Phil comes in, takes Sam's five points, and even Phil's like, I've got a chance, haven't I? Basically, 
Yeah. Get a damn good go, though. Well, he had a good go. He, uh, I think, was it, a, I think the book scored four. I think it was a four Yeah, I think so. But then they interviewed Shadow Aslan. This is what I'm saying about Shadow being dead behind the eyes. They interviewed him afterwards, and, you know, he was very apologetic and very, like, you know, no one wants to see anyone get hurt or anything like that. But he's just he staring. I don't know. He, he seemed emotionless to me, is. mate. Like, he's just staring down the barrel of the camera, and he's just, like, there's n- to me, it's just like no one was home. I mean, yeah, maybe he was just toughing his way through it. I don't know. Maybe he was just toughing his way through it. And, he, you know, you can see on his face, he felt bad. Like, he, you know, like, like his, like his, fa- his mouth told sorry, but the eyes were just, gla- just seemed glazed. Like, I don't know. Like, again, as I say, like, people can watch it in their own time or whatever and see what I'm on about, but... What made it worse with the tackle was that, we haven't said this, but the families were in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And it focused on Sam's family. Mm. That was uncomfortable. Uh, it was, I think it was his fiance or wife or something. Yeah. Yeah, she's in absolute tears. Yeah, and his mum was there as well, and like, yeah, it, it, that made it even more uncomfortable. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, that's the best word I can use for it. It was, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, I don't know. How you really move on from that, except to go, yeah, it it was what it was. But yeah, they said it. They said during the eliminator that like Sam was back at, at the hotel resting. So yeah, he was in the clear. Thank God. Yeah, with a cup of tea. And then we move on to game five. Duel, which, as we say, I think is one of the more iconic games. I think, yeah, this is it. I think this is the one that, if if you would say Gladiator to someone, I think this would probably be one of the games they'd go to, either that or The Wall, I think. Yeah. Uh, women in, for the women, it's Nightshade, who me and Hayley remember were was like the queen of Duel. Undefeated. Yeah. yeah. Undefeated. Yeah, I think in her entire time, I think she was. She was, yeah. Yeah, she... the game, I'd love to have a go out most out of, it, out of all of it. Like, there's... Like, you get all these, like, pop-up inflatable places coming up, don't you? And they've all got, like, variants of it, haven't they? Yeah, like, you get inflatables that, like, baits and regattas and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, and... But this is one thing I'd love to... Yeah, absolutely. Like, it... I remember back in the day when we both used to collect wrestling figures. I, I yes, still collect them yourself Yes. Yeah, I did the same, mate. I did the same. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely the same. Yeah, fighting words from Nightshade I've got here. She so like, she basically oh. did a come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Men's, you got Warrior. Paul stays up. Phil, not so much. Is, is, are my notes on this? Well, basically, Phil's never. Did they say he'd never done it, or he'd never scored points on it? I think so. Yeah, I think I think he I think he'd somehow avoided it in all his heat. He basically, as soon as he was up on that, like no one was even touching him, and he was falling off. Yeah, pretty much. He had no yeah, so. They took some good shots, though. Oh yeah, no, they. they t- I mean, I think Saracen was always like the one the men's for yeah. I, th- I think it was always Saracen that was always like the kind of MVP as far as the men's yeah, gladiators yeah, went yeah. all the gladiators had their um, specialty games mm. yeah like um, Lightning was Wall and Hang Tough yeah like, she was a gymnast yeah absolutely well there you go that explains everything and then finally we're here it's the Eliminator the women uh, the final scores 
Yep. Man Scott were Paul on 39. Jesus. Bill was on 9. Jesus. Yeah, I've, I've got it. I've got it in my notes here, actually. So seven second head start for Eunice in the in the women's event, and she was already at the rolling beam. So again, to try if you've never seen Gladiators fall, first of all, what's wrong with you? Um, second of all, so um, it's just basically the world's most like until Ninja Warrior and that came along. This this was like the obstacle course to end all obstacle courses. So you had high low, you had high low beams. So you had to jump over one, under one, over one, under one, and it was. Probably, jeez, hole in the wall. <laughs> That's one I might have to cover for a bonus episode down the line. And then you had, um, you had the rolling beams. So that was just like, well, what it sounds like. So the beams that just rotated, and you had to run across them without losing your balance. Which Car- basically covered in tinfoil. Yeah, cargo net that you had to climb up. The monkey bars, balance beam, balance beam zip, zip lines. Yeah, the hand, the hand cycle. Yeah, that was for the men. The hand cycle that replaced. So women had to do monkey bars, men had to do a hand cycle, uh, which was just absurd. Yeah. Was it the cargo net leading to the the zip line? The cargo net was was it after? I think it was after. No, no, no. It must have been before. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I thought the one the previous game too. Mm. And then go down a zip line, over some seesaw balance beams, and then up the travelator. It was the travelator. That was the one. So basically, it's a reverse going treadmill, and and it's on a 45 degree incline. If, if anyone's ever played Mario Maker 2, it's like the reverse uh, clocks in, yeah. in it where, yeah, I can't think of the word. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's basically a, re- a running reverse treadmill. Yeah. And, and it's on a 45 degree incline, so it, it's not fun for anyone. So, so basically, Eunice is already at the the rolling logs, like the 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 rolling beams before Karen's even started on the up and overs. Eunice stumbles on Travelator twice. The drama, nearly missed the rope going oh, through the paper net. I tell you what, though, I thought she blew on it. I thought she had. And I was hoping she had as well, and that's not been awful. Yeah. Just because she had been so dominant all the way through the show up to the final, like, um, and even through most of the final, like, um, and then basically once you get up the travel light, you just got a rope swing through a paper net or paper burst, I, I believe they called it, and she nearly missed yeah, it was the rope. Like a meter away from the top of it, it was hardly anything. Yeah, yeah, it, it, like then she nearly missed the rope for goodness' sakes. Um, but then onto the men's, it was a lot more academic. 15, yeah, second, 15 second head start for Paul. I said he could be yeah. done by the time Phil even starts. Yeah, it, like, wasn't, it wasn't even close. Yeah, that was it. It was the rope climb. Cargo net rope climb. It was the escalator because he, he did it in one. Yeah, it was absurd. And then, so yeah, but yeah, instead of monkey bars at one point, the men have got to do a, like a gravity bike or a hand bike where you just pedal with your arms to get across the, the, the rail and everything. Yeah, um, so Paul finishes as Phil is heading to the balance beams after the zip line. Like, yeah. that is that is a distance. And even then, Phil struggled on the travelator, didn't he? Uh, no, he got first time, didn't he? I thought both, both gents got up there the first time. Yes, sorry, yes, he did, yeah. Yeah. I said both gents performed actually quite well. It would have been, if it, was a, if it was a level start, I think it could have been a lot different. Mm, yeah, it, I think it would have been. I think it would have been close. Like, um... So, I mean, I watched, uh, afterwards we watched the uh, modern day Gladiators versus, uh, so Legends versus the new versus the new guys. 
and the way they did the Eliminator was um, basically it, they did it, it they they treated it like normal. So it was like if the, if the Gladiators won an event, they got put. Yeah, you know, if the new guys won an event, they got the points. If the Legends won it, they got the points. And um, it was like two second head start that the that the Legends would have had going into the going into the Eliminator. So they just said, yeah, yeah. now nah, we'll just go, we'll just level peg it, we'll just go at it. Big mistake. Troja, tro- so the way that one started was you had to jump into water and go under a fire bridge. Yeah. I've, I've, and I've, then you go up the cargo I've, net. Trojan got stuck did on. Did Ryan present it? Yes, he did with Kirsty Gallagher. Right, I, I think I have seen the uh, the final game in the remake. Yeah, Ian Wright hosted it with Kirsty Gallagher for the first series and then someone else for series two. But yeah, Trojan got stuck on the cargo net for eight seconds. Yeah. Before before he even got halfway up. Yeah, that's not good. No, it was not good at all. I um, so yeah, the the um the new guys basically trounced them in that one. Um, <laughs> some that made me laugh. So they so they're handing out the prizes and everything like that. Eunice wins. She runs. She drops the check. Yeah. Runs to the car and hugs the car before she goes to her family. Kisses it. Yep. She so she jumps on the bonnet of this jeep. Hugs it, kisses it, then just kind of wanders over to her family. So, oh yeah, you're here too. Uh, that really made me laugh. I don't know why. That well, just... she uh, in the interview earlier on, like at the beginning, said I've just bought about the prize. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't, because all I can picture is five thousand pounds in a semi-detached house with a jeep on it. Yeah. So did she think she was going to win a house? I'd, I'm assuming she already had the house. Like I don't know. Maybe maybe five grams gonna be the 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 last bit of the mortgage down payment or something. I don't know. Yeah, that was. But uh, overall, like this this to me was pretty much what Gladiators was all about. Like this was. So about what? Eunice's dad's reaction. I d- I must have missed that one. He was literally laid flat out on all the chairs, like crying. <laughs> oh bless him! But I mean. The contestants go through a lot. I mean, it was it's like oh, it's, it's fifteen weeks, isn't it? Like the show runs for or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like there's I think it's three heats, quarter semis, final. I think I think it was. And then they Yeah, they're all training in between. They go through a lot. Like yeah. Which is why, like you know, when in the later series when the prize money was only a grand, I was like, it's not worth it. No. It's not worth it. You won't be paying no. back your gym fees. With that, like, yeah, a holiday in a car's nice, but the the money's not barely worth it. They'd probably sell the car within six weeks to get to get something out of it. Yeah, uh, but it's not not for what they had to go through. Mm. But I mean, Gladiators as a whole, what a great show! And th- this episode as well, I thought was was great. Uh, I met as well that Paul and uh, Paul, Phil and Sam split the runners up prize. Yes, they did. So yeah, so runners up, you got two grand, wasn't it? Yeah. And because they've done an equal number of games, they've done three games each, including the Eliminator. Uh, so they basically have to split it grand each, which is fair enough because Phil got Phil got something out of it. Just did it away because he had to take up. If he'd been there from the start, it might have been a completely different final. Yeah, just don't know. that's just it. Like, but yeah, it was. Th- this was just great. Like, I mean, I don't know if it was just rose tinted glasses for me. Yeah, there was some stuff that with modern eyes, I was looking at going, ooh, mm, maybe like. Some gladiator names, things like that. Like some of the games were very rough and tumble, and knowing what we know now about concussions and things like that. But I mean, but yeah, the contestants are well protected. They were all wearing helmets and neck braces and things like that. 
um, like some heavy padding as well as, as well and like jewel and stuff. They almost had like fencing gear on almost like you know like yeah, yeah. proper like guards and everything like that. Um, the thing is, it held up. It, it does hold up now. Yeah. When you watch it now. I was gonna say. I it's think. It's still, still enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, 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 yeah. Rose tinted glasses aside, I th- this I think I mean if like you could get you know I mean they tried it in two thousand eight with the Sky One series, it lasted two series, which I think says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and that's what it was like to anyone that saw ITV's World of Sport. As good as that did, yeah. some of the some of the guys that were on there. It was overproduced, like the camera cuts were nauseating at times, and even guys that were on that show have said the same. Like it was too much. And the Sky One yeah. series when I watched that felt the same. It felt too much. Like lots to do with the talent, nothing to do with Yeah, because they, they had some good talent on it's there. It's just overproduced, too it's too fancy, it's too mm-hmm. too H D, it's too It's too much for its own good. Pretty. It's too much for its own good. That's just it. I think a lot of this, especially some of the camera angles and things like that, it felt like you were in the action a lot of the time. Yeah, felt natural. Yeah, and I mean, like, so I mean, the big question is, could it be revived properly? If we, if if like if if we could do it in the NIA, if we could get like sixteen elite athletes to be the gladiators and everything like that, could it be revived? The question is, I don't think the question is, could it be revived? Because obviously it could be, but should it? That's a better question, I think. I think this is a case of leave the memories alone. At the end of the day, now, with, like you said, what we know, injuries. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't see it. I don't see there being an audience for it now. Yeah. I, 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 think, tr- I think maybe bring it out as, a, as like a nostalgia act from time to time. Like, I mean, like, all the... Yeah, I mean, all the gladiators still do, like, all the, all, like, the, com- like, the local Comic-Cons and things like that. Like, um... Yeah, something like that. Like, get them on, you know, whack them on, like, Pointless or something like that or whatever. I don't know. Are there any, like, kind of physical kind of games at the moment? Like, game shows? Oh. I don't think so, are there? Probably not. Not in England, anyway. Like, like, nin- like, they trialed out Ninja Warrior, which I actually tried out for. That's part of my history as well, everyone. I actually tried out for the UK Ninja Warrior. Didn't get past the audition stage, but I had a grand old time. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it was good fun, mate. It, it was good fun. Um, but yeah, I think as same you say, like they've shown it can be revived. Um, I mean, the stage. I think a, a lot of what didn't help the revival was was the setting. Like it was yeah, in this was weird very... studio in and like you know, the, like a lot of the games were over a swimming pool instead of like the big crash mats, which I think might have been more for athlete safety than anything. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's a different time now. It's everything has to be HD. Everything has to be 4K. Everything has to be, you know, nice. It has to be pretty. Everything has to be. Yeah. I think they didn't that much about health and safety back then. I know it sounds that saying that. But yeah. Didn't. Yeah. The, the, it was a bit more fly by night. Yeah. Yeah. But now everything's. But I'm mean, so worried and panicky about what happens if I get this, if I get that, if I get injured. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, and as say, as say, about everything having to look clean and clinical for HD, like back then it was all neon. You know, yeah. It, it, like in the in the yeah, everyone, like it was pinks and blues and silvers. Well, like the, the modern the women, one. They had pink and yellow. Yeah. The men had red and blue. Yeah. The the, the, the remake was all black. And it was black and silver. silver and, 
it was all black and silver. Yeah. So it was it, 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 so everyone looked the same. Pretty boys. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can call Mason Ryan a pretty boy, like, but... Uh, <laughs> and Nick Aldis is a handsome gent. But... <laughs> But yeah, I think I think I think I think I I think I'd be willing to agree with you that I think this is a case of leave the memories alone. Yeah, like I said, I'm, 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 I wouldn't want to sit back. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's part of my childhood. I can't change that. If if they were to announce it was coming back, I'd probably watch the first episode, but I'd always be comparing it to what was. I think it depends, like on the hosts as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, series one, you had Fashnu, uh, you know, the first couple of series, you had John Fashnu and Ulrika. Yes, Ulrika was a bit of a charisma void, but Fashnu made yeah. up for it in spades. But then, as I watched the 97 series, and Guska was also another void of charisma. He just seemed completely... Like, Ian Wright was a good choice, I think, for the remake. Like, Ian yeah. Wright was quite good. Kirsty Gallagher yeah, was all right. Well, the only person I could think of who could present it if it did come back would be uh, Freddie Flintoff. Yes, that's a hell of a shout, that. But, and then they'd have... I don't know who else would be... Because uh, you, you want like a male and female... Yeah, about absolutely. Story, so. What's the face? Um, oh, God, a name escapes me. Um, Olympic boxer. Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, in the comment, uh, yeah, please, people, yeah, in, please in the, the comments. comments yeah, young girl. Um, but she, but like, she, I remember she. I think she got a gold for us. I think at the Olympics. Yeah, happy to be there. Yeah, me neither. I know, uh, know Google's a couple of taps away, but you know, again, give people like work. Um, but oh, you could have, is, it, is it Laura Whitmore? I think her name is. Yeah. Is like her, Clint Soft presented it. Yeah. Get get. I think if you get someone with some sort of credential, I think gives it more. Like validity. Well, there's a lot of like now in the UK scene. There is a lot of, as you as you know yourself, a lot of like wrestlers and MMA guys coming through the ranks now. So I don't think it'd be too much of a problem finding cast so members. Called, yeah, cast. Yeah. Yeah, but I say like for the host, I think finding people who want to take part in the show now. Yeah, I think I think like as far as like um, you know presenters, I think you need someone with that kind of pedigree and validity. To kind of make it yeah. feel like, I guess I, I'm calling the word I'm, I'm valid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now I say, even like, if his boxing career was over at some point, I think Joshua. Would be Joshua, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But someone like him, I think, definitely, yeah. Just to give it that kind of sense, give give it a bit of prestige, I think. Oh, Peter Crouch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. God, they'd be constantly readjusting the camera. Um, but no, mate. Um, oh. The closing song, Tussle with the Muscle, which I'm probably going to close the podcast out with. Well, that was uh, that was my theme going up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to have to close the podcast with that with that song easily. Um, mate, this has been an absolute blast catching up with this over this yeah, amazing program. I think we've drawn the conclusions there that we should. I'd love to have you on again. Um, I mean, we've already teased it. We've already teased it. So we'll so I'll get on with that and then we'll but get that. Comments, you know what game show we're on about with salmon and soda streams? Yeah, where some of your top prizes, <laughs> mate. Uh, Simon, it's been an absolute joy. I say you are one of my favourite people on the planet. It's been great catching up with you over the joys so that is gladiators. The nth of some time. Yay! <laughs> 
Are there any any anything you want to plug, mate? Any closing comments? Any uh, closing catchphrases? No, I don't think so. Just people stay safe. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the key. So don't discriminate. Hate everyone. <laughs> and so um, on that note, everyone, it's a good night from me. It's a good night from Simon. And didn't he do well? Take care, everybody. All the best. For safety reasons, do not attempt to recreate any of the events you have seen on Gladiators. Oh, oh, oh.